Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbontoni. We've arrived at one of my favorite times of the sports calendar, NFL Combine Week. Tony Kornheiser, have you no shame? Yeah. None? Yeah. You did this last year when the Bears had the number one pick until they traded the number one pick. I mean, it's just... People see through you. No, they don't. People know. I know all the quarterbacks. I know all the left tackles. I know all the receivers. I'm I'm ready. I got height, weight, verticality. Right. Right. I got it all. And I know know you hate the combine. You hate it and loathe it. You do. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Bryce Harper's contract, Kyler Murray's future, and Candace Parker joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with Monty Williams furious after last night's game. Williams' Pistons did not get a call with 8.5 seconds left when the Knicks' Dante DiVincenzo barreled into Detroit's Asar Thompson. Williams called it the worst call of the year. Let's listen. The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. We've, we've done it the right way. <clears throat> we've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. We had a chance to win the game, <clears throat> and the guy dove into Asar's legs, and there was a no call. That, that's an abomination. You cannot miss that in an NBA game, period. And I got nothing else to say. We want a fair game, and that was not fair. I'm done. Wilbon, the Knicks won this game because of that no call. Do Williams and the Pistons have reasons to be as upset as they are? Yes. Even more upset. Yes, it's a foul. You can't miss that call in the NBA game. Check. It was an abomination. Check. It, was, it did look like it was the whole thing was unfair. Check. And let me add something, Tony, which, which makes me angry, and you're going to roll your eyes because I'm about to go I-95 on you. Why has this game got to be mm. in New York? Why has it got to be in Madison Square Garden? They could have put this game in Detroit. They wouldn't have done that to the Celtics or the Heat or the Lakers. They would have figured out maybe how to put that game there. But they put it in Madison Square Garden because that's where they won. So the thing was stacked against well, the they Pistons. Did, they and did that call. because of the in-season I know why Mike. they did it, but it they, could have gone the other way. It was well, arbitrary. That's why they did it. Well, it was arbitrary, Tony. Okay. It was. You, I, look, right. I knew you are going to roll your eyes, but you don't want to hear it. I feel that way, all right, as a guy who's – at least a cousin of Detroit, I feel that way. And, and this foul call, I mean, it's not even hard. You don't need replay to see that. And I'm not a bash the officials guy. I'm not. Too many of them are too good. Their jobs are too hard. They're honest people. I know a great many of them. I am not into bashing officials. That call was an abomination. I'm entirely with Monty. Entirely. Okay. So I'm going to look at the great scoreboard in the sky and I'm going to say that the Knicks are now even. A couple of weeks ago, they lost a game when a foul was called on Jalen Brunson late in the game, and they lost to Houston, and later the officiating crew admitted that they blew that call. So the Knicks protested. I'm not aware that anything has happened with this protest. It seems to be tabled somewhere. Right. The Knicks lost that game. They, because, they lost that game because of a bad call. They won this game because of no call. So I think they're even. Monty Williams has a right to be terribly upset. Sure, he does, um, because that's a foul. There's no question that that's a foul, and that's why they lose the game. 
But I don't even think he should protest because it seems to me the NBA has a policy on protests where they get him and they drop him in the circular file. Now, Detroit's gotten hosed a lot lately. They have to. You know that? This is is going to cost Monty Williams about 50 grand. But the other night, uh, and losing teams have this happen to them, the other night the referees allowed Paolo Bancaro to take 18 steps before he hit a a, a jumper to win the game. It happens. Yeah. If you're Monty... You got to do this, Tony. You got to show your team and your fan base you'll stand up for them. So that's why you protest. Yep. You have to go the full letter of the law. But c- come on now. I'm glad they admitted it. I don't know what more that's you can do. That's my bet. Let's move to baseball. Where Jake Mintz of Yahoo writes, Bryce Harper, your boy, is pining for an extension. Yeah. My former boy. You formerly. Yeah. The 31-year-old Harper has yeah, eight years you. left on his 13-year, $330 million deal with the Phillies. And no opt-outs. He agreed to that. Harper had an OPS of 900 last year, but his salary of $25 million currently puts him 29th in baseball salary. Tony, should the Phillies even be open to negotiating an extension for Bryce Harper? Only if they want Bryce Harper to be happy. Only if they are afraid he will pout and he will go in the tank if they don't do this. So everything has to be on the table for the Phillies. Go total James Harper. They have to consider that if they don't do this, they may have to trade Bryce Harper. Look, let's, let's understand what's going on here. The Phillies have no obligation to do this. They gave Harper what seemed like a great deal at the time. It was the most money in baseball yeah. ever. $330 million over 13 years. Harper wanted the record and he got it. And Harper said, I don't have to have any opt-outs. So that, that's the position that they're in now. But Harper has also performed in a great manner for the Phillies. And if he's looking for more money at at this point, you have to consider, if you're the Phillies, how important is he to us? And he's your most important player. And how important is it that we keep him happy? Slippery slope, Tony. If you do this, there's going to be anytime somebody outperforms his salary, they're going to want an extension or renegotiate, which can't happen in every sport. Like the NBA, you don't get extensions like that. Not quite like that. Tony, remember when this happened with Ricky Henderson when you and I were covering baseball and Ricky signed for like $3 million in November? And by the time we got to spring training, he was like, you know, 20th in salary. And he says, you know, Ricky, Ricky wants a new deal. So this, this Bryce Harper is not the first dude to, to do this. And he's in That's Philadelphia, right. my That's right. God, where he just saw James Harden force his way out. Just, you know, I don't want to be here. I got a contract. I don't care. So, you know, and, and don't think that a guy like Bryce Harper is not paying attention to the other leagues, because he is. But I wouldn't do it if I was the Phillies. Bryce Harper was, I mean, he's had one great season in Philly. He's had multiple seasons where he's, he's played up to he's, the contract. He's MVP I, in Philly. One great Mike, season. Mike, Mike, he's the 29th highest paid player in baseball okay. now. Of the 28 who are above him, only Mike Trout has more MVPs. Glad you uh, look, that. I'm going to spend somebody else's money now. Okay. And it's easy for me to do. But I would consider doing this. I'd consider keeping the faith because he's that important to that team in that okay. city. Unless right. you're willing to deal him, let's move. We come now to your Arizona Cardinals. Out of the blue, they posted a bunch of pictures of Kyler Murray yesterday on social media, and they titled the spread Our Franchise QB. It was accompanied by no news. It was just pictures. Years ago, the Cardinals did this with Josh Rosen and then traded him within months after using the overall number one pick to draft Murray. So I ask you, Wilbon, because you're an Arizona guy. 
Are they committing to Murray or are they dangling him? I'm not about to spend one second of my valuable time trying to read the tea leaves on the Arizona Cardinals. Are you crazy? There's no point to that. That franchise, and I'm not talking about just current management, so I, I don't want to get any, you know, text messages. But, Tony, historically, that franchise doesn't know what they're doing. From one month to the next, much less five seasons ago? Are you crazy? There's no point. that There's been no evidence that that franchise on a continuum is smart enough, clever enough to do what you're suggesting, that they're going to sort of circle back and run a misdirection. What? It's the Cardinals, man. Can they just field a successful team? They're challenged to do that, not play these mind games you're suggesting. Yeah, so I have absolutely no reason to care about this one way or the other, the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. I have no skin in this game. Right. But this is so weird to me, Mike, that it does seem to me that they're dangling him. It seems to me in fishing, like they're casting their line into the water to see who will bite. Will somebody give them a number one draft choice for Kyler Murray? Will somebody take his contract away because they might think it's an onerous contract? Now, maybe they could get teams at the second and third spot, who I believe maybe Washington, Washington and New England. New England maybe, yeah. They're not, yeah, maybe they're not convinced that Drake Bay or Jaden Daniels is better than Kyler Murray. So maybe the Cardinals could do that. I agree with you that this is a lost franchise. They promote their hires, how great they are. Cliff Kingsbury, greatest coach of all time. Kyle Murray, greatest quarterback. And then in two hours, they're looking to get rid of him. They don't appear to have a guiding light there. They just don't. Let's take a break. Marvin Harris. Coming up, what should we expect when Draymond Green faces Jordan Poole tonight? We're going to ask Candace Parker. And we're also going to ask her what she would do if she was in Caitlin Clark's shoes. Stay in school and jump to the WNBA. Didn't your Nationals win a championship after getting rid of Bryce Harper, didn't they? Yes, yes, yes. I'm just saying that he kept, he got Trey Turner there. He kept Kyle Schwarber. He's important, Mike. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Today's guest has a decent resume. Three WNBA titles, two league MVPs, two NCAA championships, two Olympic gold medals, and her side hustle analyst for Turner Sports. It's Candace Parker. Yeah, I'm going to go to my glasses so that I can read the first question. 
Let's start with the NBA. The Warriors get Chris Paul back tonight. I'm sure they're in Washington because Wilbon is going. Plus, Draymond Green faces Jordan Poole for the first time. Do you expect any chippiness between them, or do you think that this is in the past? Listen, I think I think it's in the past, but, I mean, anytime you put Chris Paul back on the floor with Draymond Green, I mean, there's potential for a little chippiness. But, uh, listen, the Warriors are, are in okay position, and I, I look for them to make a push uh, towards this end of the year. The, the, the Wizards, uh, sorry. Sorry, Mike. Uh, not so much. <laughs> no, not so much at no, all. They're terrible. No, they're we're going terrible. to see Golden State. Wait, since we can ask Candace anything, we will, and we're going to move to women's college hoops for a second. Caitlin Clark, as you know, has a chance to stay at Iowa or go to the NBA, and NIL affects that, which was not the case when you left Tennessee one year early. So, Candace, as you look at this now as an observer, what do you think you would tell Caitlin Clark about whether to stay or whether to go? Listen, it's a completely different landscape from when I was in college. I was poor and eating, you know, you know, Papa John's before uh, before pregame and all that. So I, I went because of the potential and my my value and the ability to make money. Um, I think it's a different landscape now. I, I I don't know, and I would be I would be remiss if I didn't ask this question. Could she potentially make the same amount or more if she stays at Iowa? And I think that's the question of whether she wants to be challenged on the court. Because I know as a competitor, you always want to challenge yourself against the best, which is in the WNBA. But in terms of being taken care of, being loved, we've already seen that. And why not milk that for another year? All right, we'd be remiss if we have you and not ask you about court storming, which has become the topic du jour. I'm betting you were on the court a couple of times when people stormed and you were in that, should it be banned? How did you feel when it happened to you? What do you think? I do believe there should be um, things in order to allow the visiting team to get off the court. I know we, as a team at Tennessee, when we knew we were going to lose, um, you know, the couple times we lost, no, I'm playing, uh, you know, the, the our coaches got her up, got us up the court. So I do believe that the visiting team should have a chance to get off the court. Um, so whether there's putting more security to kind of prevent and delay, but listen, court storming is a part of just the legacy and the history of basketball. So I would like to see it continue, but obviously when people start getting injured, those are things that have to be addressed. So I would like to see it continue, but in a safe manner, I guess, if that's answering your question. Tough to make it safe. I mean, when you see those people coming onto the court, running at about 80 miles an hour, like cheetahs, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very tough to make it safe. We will get you out of here on this. My own observation is that you sit here and you talk about all of these things happening in the world of basketball, and people forget you're still a player. You're actually still playing. It's not from above. It's from within. That's remarkable to me. So I'll ask you about your career and what's going on now. You recently re-signed with the back-to-back WNBA champions, the Las Vegas Aces, you took below-market money um, when you joined them last year. We just saw Brianna Stewart. I think she agreed to below-max money with the New York Liberty, which is the rival team. Does Does this signal anything to you, this money thing? Is there something going on here that we should know about? Listen, um... 
I think a lot of our earnings as WNBA players are off the court. I know a lot of my earnings, especially with television, with marketing, are off the court. And so when I choose an, a WNBA franchise, it has to do with being comfortable and making sure my family's taken care of, um, making sure that we have a practice facility, that we have, you know, treatment and you know, all of those things that come with being an athlete and making it better. And so I think, I hope at some point in the future that we look across the board and all 12 teams or all 13, 14, whatever, through expansion teams have that available. But unfortunately, that's not the case. So I think Brianna Stewart chose, you know, cho chose to be comfortable. And because of that, sometimes you have to sacrifice uh, the money that's involved with that. Thank you for being with Thank us, you, Candace. Candace. It's a great pleasure Thank for you us. so Thank much. You. Tony, don't forget, Candace is the championship in our hometown. I was there for that. Don't forget that. Don't just go oh, to Las great. Vegas. That's there. great. Uh, tell him. Let's, take, Listen, let's take one last break. Go ahead. Listen, guys, uh, I remember the first time I was on PTI when I was 15, 16 years old. So it's an honor to be on the show with you all. And I watch you all every day and uh, just keep being great. Thank you, Candace. Appreciate it. When you were 15, I was already 80. Don't Still stop. to come, Bears GM Ryan Poles addresses the possibility of trading your boy Justin Fields. Yeah, robot. yeah, yeah, I know. Where does a U.S. women's loss in soccer leave to Mexico, leave the U.S. team? Yeah, Tony, we haven't, we haven't even talked over. about the Justin Fields thing yet. We, we will have to do that another time. Weddings are all about the bride and groom, but they're a chance to look your best, too. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks, even though they start at just $499. It's easier than ever to be impeccably dressed with Indochino, so order your custom suits now and be ready for wedding season. Design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, and more. That's right, it's bespoke without the premium price tag. Suits start at just $499 and fitted shirts at $89. To make life even easier, you can set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. But if you prefer a premium in-person experience, just book an appointment at a showroom near you and let an Indochino style guide walk you through every step. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code PTI to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code PTI. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 
Happy time, people. Happy 48th birthday, Tony Gonzalez. The Hall of Fame tight end for Kansas City and Atlanta has the most receptions among tight ends in NFL history, 1,325. Gonzalez is second all-time among tight ends in touchdowns to Antonio Gates. Gonzalez has 111. Gonzalez also has the most receptions of all receivers in Chiefs history, 916, which brings us to Travis Kelsey. Kelsey already has the most receiving yards for the Chiefs, and he currently has 900 receptions with the Chiefs, nine behind Gonzalez, 74 touchdown catches with the Chiefs, two behind Gonzalez. So Kelsey should own both those franchise records early next season. But Gonzalez has 14 Pro Bowl appearances. Kelsey has nine. So that mark may be out of reach, Mike. Tony, I know that people want to crown what's-her-name's boyfriend as the greatest tight end ever. But there are people out there. You just mentioned one in Tony Gonzalez and Kellen Winslow and John Mackey. And there's some great gates. There's some great tight ends out there. And stop with the recency bias, people. Oh, this guy's great and he's got a famous, you know, girlfriend. He must be the greatest ever. No, cool your jets. Let's see. Let it play out. Well, he's one of the greatest ever. And you he is one of them. Gronkowski is one of the greatest ever. That's right. Happy anniversary, Alex Smith. On this day 11 years ago, the 49ers agreed to trade their former overall number one pick to Kansas City to make room for Colin Kaepernick. Five years later, the Chiefs did the same thing. They traded three-time Pro Bowler Smith to make room for Patrick Mahomes, who has since credited Smith with creating a culture in Kansas City that allowed him to step in seamlessly. Mr. Smith went to Washington, where he started off 6-3 in 2018. But Smith suffered a gruesome leg injury made Mm. worse by infection. After countless operations and therapies, Smith miraculously returned nearly two full years later. He started six games. He went five and one. He was named Comeback Player of the Year, and Smith then retired in 2021. Tony, you know, as long as you and I have been doing this, covering sports in our lives, we're often asked, who are your favorite athletes? Who are your favorite players? And they're expecting you to say very, very famous people, and often that is the case, too. But in my case, way up at the top of the pyramid, just favorite people covered, is Alex Smith. A great guy. Yeah. I hate what he had to go through through the, the end of it. And you know what? Depending on where he was earlier in his career, there might have been a greater actual playing career. Nonetheless, one of my favorites forever. Happy trails to last night's game against Mexico for the U.S. women. Mexico beat the United States women's national team last night for just the second time ever, winning 2-0 in the women's CONCACAF Gold Cup. The U.S. entered the game 41-1, all-time versus Mexico, the one previous loss coming in Mexico in 2010. Mexico's first goal last night was the first goal allowed by the U.S. to a CONCACAF opponent in 33 games. That's a great goal. Now, the U.S. had already qualified to advance in the Gold Cup. So this game wasn't critical, but it was played in California. And it does remind people of the U.S. early exit in the World Cup last summer. It also reminds people that the official coach of the U.S. team, Emma Hayes, is still coaching in England. Who knows what changes she'll make when she gets here? Tony reminds people a lot of things, but how about maybe the rest of the world is getting better? How about we think of that too? That's possible. Let's go to the big finish as quickly as possible. Bears GM Ryan Poles said if the Bears do trade Justin Fields, 
He wants to do right by him and do it sooner rather than later. Your reaction? I don't have one. Ryan Poles is supposed to say stuff like that. It doesn't matter. We get the decision-making, let me know. Shohei Otani made his spring training debut with the Dodgers today. What, do you, what did you think, Tom? Struck out looking, hit into a double play, then hit a two-run bomb, which go. is what they pay him for. Anthony Rizzo says he's over his concussion, ready to protect Aaron Judge. Your thoughts? That concussion came a long time ago. Anthony Rizzo was having a great season. Wishing him the best. I love Anthony Rizzo. Rory McIlroy won 10 of 12 skins to win the latest edition of The Match. You watched. Were you impressed? Yeah, I watched six holes. I watched six holes. I wish they had used Charles Barkley more, and I wish they had played teams so we could have some trash talk. Okay. But I like night golf. I like to watch. Last one, men's college hoops tonight. Unranked Cincy at the new number one Houston. Are you smelling upset? No, Tony. I think Houston's a worthy number one. Really, 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 really good. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheis. And I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcast. Paul the Sixth, Tony. They played great last night against my boys from Gonzaga. Hell of a game. Now here's Sports Center.